Hey, welcome back to Locked On Spurs with the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs beat writer for Kent's Five in San Antonio. And uh, by the way, hopefully you, you soaked in everything that came out of Spurs Media Day yesterday. Yeah, that's what we'll be talking about today. Spurs Media Day. What were some takeaways from what the players, Coach Pop, had to say? Uh, but even out, there were a few things that stood out because I know our guest is going to introduce Spurs fans to a new game that he just created before we hit the record <laughs> button. <laughs> so who is that uh, mystery guest here? I'm laughing right now. He is uh, Casey Vieira. Uh, Casey Vieira is back, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody get your uh, claps going. Casey is back. He is a San Antonio Ta-da. sports reporter. And uh, later, later on the show, he's going to be talking to us about something he has going. Uh, just a little teaser right there. Uh, Casey, so... Um, this is a great game you're going to introduce everybody uh, to in just a few minutes. But okay. but I think I would have won like within the first interview. I think I would have won because I would have really projected exactly what would happen. So stay tuned yeah. to that. AC, how have you been, buddy? Oh, uh, you know, just waiting for basketball to start. Just kind of like right everyone else. It is. It is. Yeah. Coming up on... Two weeks away, two and a half weeks away. No, if you're gonna go with preseason, if you go with preseason, first play Monday, yeah, preseason, yeah, 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 coming up next week. Yeah, but, this yeah. Monday, I can't believe. You know, that. are you are you ba- are you back to are you going to be back to posting your your five pods a week, or are you still on the three day thing? We have to go back to five a day now. Uh, five a week. Okay, because that, day, man, Jeez, that's the barometer. Yeah, that's the yeah. barometer of how close basketball is. Of course. With, yeah, how many locked exactly. ons that you guys have to? Yeah, that's the barometer. I, I, the I had two. Guys. Yeah, I had two weeks off, quote unquote, where we're just three or like max three. Uh, but then yeah. I was like, oh, I could have done this maybe a month earlier and really relaxed. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I got the memo. We're back to being to three five a week. Uh, but hey. That's like you said. That's just good news. That means that Spurs basketball is right around the corner and. They kicked things off yesterday at Media Day 2021. Uh, Pop was in good spirits, as he always is, to start the season. We'll see how it is once the season is getting into the grind. Uh, The players seem very, very eager to go. But I want to start off with this. This is kind of my takeaway about it. Um, Okay. Is Popovich's realization, I guess the admittance, I guess he got no choice but to admit it because it's very obvious, but he made it clear, Casey, this team does not have superstars. Uh, now, before you jump the gun, he wasn't bashing the team in that sense. He said it's a very exciting that there's no superstars. But, Casey, this is a new era in Spurs basketball, and it's starting without a superstar, something we have not seen uh, with the Dave Robinson era, the Tim Duncan era, Manu Tony, Claw, Kawhi Leonard. This is kind of uncharted territory for this franchise. Yep, and the good thing is at least management acknowledges, right? They know where they are. Yeah, yeah. Something to be said for that, I guess. They're fully cognizant that there is not a star on the team. If you're a player, how do you take that? Um, I probably am. I, I, I'm probably. I, I don't take it personally. Um, because if I'm really rational with myself as a second, third-year guy, 
there's only a handful of second, third-year guys in the league right now that you would consider a superstar, even close to that. That doesn't mean they're not going to be a superstar at some point. And Mm -hmm. certainly no indictment on what the future may or may not hold. But I think a lot of these guys at this point are fully cognizant that they're not elite players in this league yet. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it depends, you know, it depends on – who you talk to, obviously, with this team. Some guys, probably DeJounte sees that because he puts everything on the bulletin board as bulletin right. board material. He, that, that might, you know, that might hey. spark him, but yeah. you see some other dudes like 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 Derek White who just kind of, you know, goes with the flow, lets life come to him a little bit, and Keldon, who does whatever the hell Keldon wants to do. Just, right. We don't know what planet he's on half the time. But <laughs> to, to, to go central back to me, I've probably don't use that as any sort of underlying backhanded compliment or thing like that. I just think it kind of is what it is. There's not a superstar on the team, but it also presents an opportunity to potentially be that superstar or at least take the steps towards reaching that. And that's exactly what Popovich's point was, was that, um, you know, he was asked, you know, hey, well, who's your go-to guy? He said, that's what's exciting. You know, you don't have that. You know, that's going to evolve as the season goes on. Is it going to be Keldon? Is it going to be White? Is it going to be somebody out of left field, McDermott? You know, you just don't oh, know. Oh, that would this. be something. Yeah, that would be something. <laughs> but you just don't know. And um, the lack of star power on this team, uh, you know, Popovich says it's made up with a bunch of guys that are good players, a lot of will. You know, you could tell the players are hungry. They're eager to start, you know, put their own stamp on this franchise. But the lack of star power, likely, you know, if they, if they don't make any type of major move, we'll talk about it in a bit, that, that, that could possibly bite them in the butt. You know, maybe make them miss the playoffs, the play-in game. Because without that star on your roster, or should I say stars on your roster, your franchise ain't going anywhere, is it, Casey? Uh yeah, but listen, man, I mean, this is what we knew was coming, right? It, it's, it seems like for a lot of people, when they talk about the rebuild, the rebuild, the rebuild, they're not necessarily familiar with it around these parts because all no, San Antonio not. and all the, Spurs, all, all the Spurs fans know is winning. It's for a majority of Spurs fans, that's literally all they've known their entire life. And so they say, think rebuild, like, yeah, all fun and games. Well, Rebuild also entails that you're not going to win a lot of basketball games. Right. The Spurs, presently constructed, are not going to win a lot of basketball games. But we know that. That's old information at this point, or at least what we kind of perceive this to be coming up into next season. But, yeah, this is not nothing we didn't already know, being that it's that changing of the guard a little bit. It's going to be a learning process. It's going to be very black and blue at times this season. But, that is part of that that cliche, that crutch word process, and that's kind of what we're entering right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you look at this Spurs squad, young, you know, albeit you know they do have three veterans, quote unquote. But even McDermott, he's still under thirty; he's twenty nine. Um, and then you have Thad Young and um, and Aminu, and the, still an open question whether they're going to be a spur to start the season or even to end it. So. You know, if those parts move, let's say two of those three veterans move, you know, again, this team is still young. And, you know, Popovich, you know, it was just a breath of fresh air to hear him say that because 
it is what it is. This is a franchise not hiding behind, you know, the glory days. I mean, yeah, I mean, they brought Manu back, but you know, it's just further proof to show that this team is going away further, further away from its dynasty, its glory era, and into something uncharted. Now, I've been through a Spurs rebuild. I've been through a team led by a beat-up Dominique Wilkins who wore the silver and black. Uh, I know what a rebuild is, and yeah, you're going to have a lot of... Hey, man, you know what? That's probably the last time that you would probably consider this team not having a star, right? Right, I think it depends on your definition of DeRozan, but that's probably the last time all the way back when, however many years that's been now, right? Wouldn't you say that's probably the last time? That was the year before Robinson came aboard. Like, after he got drafted, you know, that three-year gap, and then he came on. Right. But, um... Right, yeah. right, right. Yep. So, and and that was old man Dominique who came from uh, an international team back to the NBA to suit up for San Antonio. I mean, that's how long it has been since the Spurs had a star. But actually, the last megastar the Spurs had was probably Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that was it. Oh yeah, yeah he was. The, yeah, he was yeah. the last one. And the and you can see the byproduct of that since Kawhi left. How many seasons now have they missed the playoffs? Is it two or three? Is um two right uh, two. two two right the uh, possibly third. I mean, what are we counting that? What are we counting that bubble year? I'm counting. We have it. an official in the I'm... all in the all time archives. What do we call that? And and have we got a ruling as whether or not the play in is considered a bubble or considered a bubble? I don't think considered that's a, considered a, playoffs. I don't think that's you're, you're right? playing that's into thought. the playoffs. Yeah, right. That's not the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. So, so, right, so bubble, we'll call it whatever. We'll call it a wash. And last year, the play-in. So two, two, two seasons. So there you have it, and you're 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 seeing this, you know, happening. And you know, Demar Derozan and LMA were, were still not enough to not have them, not have this franchise go through a playoff or lack of a making the playoff losing streak, if you will. So. There you have, you know, Popovich saying like this team does not have superstars. And, you know, Casey, they could solve this if they want to pay the price for a Ben Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure endless lines? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Now, he's been, uh, you know, linked to San Antonio so much this entire offseason. It likely will still happen until he gets moved. But, you know, we're on the topic of star power. You know, as the season's about to start, has your position changed what the Spurs should do? You know, bite, talk with Moray, try to get some resolution with that and bring him to San Antonio, that being Ben Simmons? Uh, No. No, I don't think so, because that asking price is, in theory, only going further and further lower. No, I don't I don't think they should totally yeah. close that door. I don't think so at all, no. Yeah, I, I mean, so many... Though, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, did, did, yeah. did you see what uh, Joel Embiid said uh, yesterday? 
Yeah, I mean, that uh, classic Embiid response, but I mean, yeah. he gets it, it's a business. But he said, what was it? He's like, if Golden State came calling, they offered Clay and Curry for him, he'd trade himself too. <laughs> Paraphrase, yeah. wasn't that it? That was pretty much it, yeah. And But it is just a mess in Philadelphia with Ben Simmons, and, you know, who knows if that mess can be a win for San Antonio. Morey, Daryl Morey, just like, you know what, just get the H out of here. You know, what do you, who has the best offer? And mm-hmm. is that because, I mean, Simmons is going in knowing that he's going to get fined every day. He's getting, he got fined yesterday for not making the media day. So that's only going to keep mm-hmm. on going. So we'll see. But yeah, the Spurs, in theory, have an avenue to address the lack of star power, you know, Ben Simmons. But, you know, we know that that asking price as of right now is steep and they would, pretty much be back to square one. You know, where is this team going? You know, they got one megastar, but who's surrounding them? So we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, again, you, you know, we're just going to see this team is going to do without that star player. Who's going to emerge? You know, Murray yesterday said that he's been that leader, that guy since the LMA days, you know, saying that, hey, you know, I, I remember getting to the year of uh, LaMarcus, same thing with DeMar. He said, my leadership is there on the court. Lonnie saying that they're going to do it by example. He even pointed to uh, Murray and White saying like those and Keldon. He developed in Keldon as the leaders of this team. So it's really going to be interesting to see how much patience Popovich is going to have. Uh, one good thing is that Pop did say that he's pretty much going to make the gameplay simple, the game plan simple, and let them do their thing. Again, showing that he can evolve in this league, Casey that he's not going to be as rigid this upcoming season. He's going to have to let them fly, and I think that's the best way to do it. I mean, does he really have any choice? Yeah. Not really. (laughs) Not really. I mean, with a bunch of young guys out there, their best asset, all of them being so raw, is their athleticism. So they're not going to have many nights where they're just going to, I guess, kind of by default, beat teams off the dribble. Mm-hmm. win games scoring in the half court and they're just not a overly talented team right now they're just young they're very raw mm-hmm. and that's kind of what he's kind of like the default of what he has to do when you have a bunch of young guys like that you got to play to your strength and that's their mm-hmm. legs that's their youth that's their that's their athleticism and that's what we're doing so i mean i wasn't surprised that that was kind of the mo or or mm-hmm. what he was alluding to as to what the direction was going to be. I don't think so, but it's, that is good though. It It is good because it's, it seems like rare territory that we're talking about pop evolving with the times, right? Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird. That but he's weird. doing it. He's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, Murray did say that he knew that pop was coming back for this season. So We'll see what happens after this season. You know, he's probably gunning for that record, right? That was like all-time coaching wins. That's probably what's on the back of yeah, his mind. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, it got, suddenly got a lot harder to do that after this year. <laughs> All right. So it's not a you know, one, thing, one thing that you, if you tuned in to watch Media Day or, or checked up some of the updates is there was a kind of an overarching theme and some words that kept being repeatedly and used and phrases get used, which led Casey to develop a, a nice game that maybe you should have introduced ahead of media day yesterday. Casey, tell us about it. I know. I know. Well, you know what? It, it, 
it, it, had I thought about it a little bit earlier, maybe I could have called you up and we could have slapped together some little melodic jingle to lead us into it. But I never, like, I never make, really take much out of media day because everything's the same thing. And especially with the Spurs, everything's always the same thing by default, period. So you put them in a spot like this in media whenever in media day when everything is already the default, you know, you're not going to get much out of it. So I would have called it media day bingo or so it's a game of bingo, media day bingo, Spurs bingo, because literally we could have written out a bunch of things that they were going to say bunch of coach speak things we could have put it on a bingo board and they would have said it you know pop are you coming back oh why did you come back i'm looking forward to the youth the young guys we're excited we're excited to get the chance to do this Dejounte, oh i love the guys but i'm still mad all the time and super focused <laughs> like, like it's, you pretty much uh, summed up media day right there that was it it is, the no players. but it's true yeah. though it's true though that's what it is but to to, to the Spurs' defense, and all jokes aside, that's largely what Media Day is as a whole elsewhere around the league. And you, there's only maybe like two or three Media Days every year that you care about. This year was Philly and Ben Simmons, and you got some good yeah. stuff out of that. And the other was Brooklyn and Kyrie, and you And you David Letterman showing up. That is true, yes. I did see that. Yeah, yeah that was David Letterman showed up to next But you know what I mean, though? So, yeah, so that's like 20 – you got two teams out of 28 giving you something good. And, yeah, and, and really – Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's what it was. You, you know, and I was, um, you know, um, having a text chat with uh, some of the guys at Ken's. You know, we were all tackling media day. And in that chat, you know, you had one guy say, well, so-and-so already left already. I'm leaving too. And then I put out there – well, yeah, because it feels like they're just on a record loop right now. I and mean, that's what it is. It's we know we're leaderless. We know we don't have vets. We're going to be the new leaders. We're ready. We're hungry. Um, let's get it going. Um, uh, you know, we're young. This is a young group. <laughs> exactly. You know, that, that's, yeah. that's basically what it was. So, you know, if, and if anything that stood out, you know, the, the pop, the Spurs did announce that the team is fully vaccinated. You know, that was good right. to hear. I think uh, Lonnie um, said that he finally got his um, saying really because he wanted to play basketball because unvaccinated players can still play. They just got to go through some grueling tests like every single day. It right. looks like it's it's a laundry list of things to do. L- Lonnie pretty much said he wanted to avoid all that and he got vaccinated. But all in all, there really wasn't anything juicy, anything sexy, nothing really controversial. They came out of Spurs Media Day, but then again, whatever it does, you know, it really rarely doesn't happen. Um, if you look at, you know, anything, you know, you take away the optimism these young guys have, um, that they still have room to grow. Uh, interesting enough, no, uh, Thad Young and Amino did not sit on uh, the hot seat for Media Day of the new Spurs. You know, I think McDermott was out. I don't even know. McDermott, uh, he addressed the team, uh, the media, excuse me. So he was like, I, when I saw McDermott go up there, I go, okay, well, maybe technically that and Aminu are on the roster. They'll, they'll already come back come and say hello to their new team for now. And no, nothing. Josh Primo, I thought for sure he would come out and address. He did not uh, address the media, nor did Wieskamp. But it was short and sweet. I mean, it was in and out. 
you, you know, Popovich just glowed about, you know, the Olympic experience. Keldon joked again that he hasn't taken it off. Lonnie said that he owns 1% of that medal because he helped Keldon get to where he's at right now in practice. But, and then Keldon was being a goofball, you know, uh, uh, I think he'd, uh, he press conference bombed Derek White's time. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it was pretty quiet once again. Mm-hmm. And typical Spurs media day. But uh, did and I know you mentioned you're having fun with the, the bingo, but did anything stand out for you? Anything that the guy said? In 2018, the fantasy sports expert Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won on loss based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense and it required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick and it's only available on Sleeper. In Game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. In game picks, you pick one game per week for each player based on player matchups, home versus away, opponent's defensive ranking, pace of play, and more. All of that adds up to more strategy and less busy work. The days of mindless busy work are over. The days of giving up halfway through the season because of that busy work, also over. Whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty, game picks has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code. If you play fantasy football and if you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus a daily busy work, you're going to love game picks. Download the Sleeper app and get uh, started right now and start a league with your own friends today. You will not be disappointed. Sleeper's one-of-a-kind game pick is the most strategic fantasy basketball experience in the industry. So just Google search Sleeper right now. Sign up and check it out right now. Once again, that is Sleeper. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. Um... Uh, probably, probably the vaccination part. I think that was yeah. the big thing for me. Probably the vaccination part, because obviously it's just, you know, it's the world we live in. And, yeah. And to hear I that, really thought, that, that, that's I, encouraging. Yeah. I, I really thought Perto will come out. He's usually kind of their go-to guy to uh, sit and talk with media. Uh, he did not speak. Uh, maybe he was still kind of hung over from his outing in Austin. For those of you who have not seen the video. What the heck happened to his face, by the way? Have we gotten any sort of? I'm, I'm hoping that was during happened? the. I'm hoping that was the the uh, the open run they had because uh, Keldon did say they were they had a lot of open run gyms, so maybe that's where that came from. I'm playing. I'm being positive here. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. But all in all, just Hopefully. another ho hum Spurs media day. 
And you can check out all the action what happened yesterday over at kensfi.com slash Spurs. You can see my uh, article about Popovich and my reaction uh, to Pop saying that they don't have any uh, all-stars on the squad. Also check out which former Spurs thanked Popovich for convincing him to get vaccinated. It's all there at kens5.com slash Spurs. Uh, the Spurs also, Casey, released their 2021 training camp roster. No surprising names. There wasn't that one player like, oh, man, he's back, or who's this guy? Pretty much what the roster is is what uh, what they're going to uh, to start training camp, but they're still, they still are a little top-heavy. They still got a few guys that, you know, are going to have to go, or something creative is going to happen, like injury reserve list or something. Um, mm-hmm. Are you still surprised at that? And Aminu are still technically Spurs. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. But the thing is, is that it's it, it's pretty much the way I see it at this point. It's them waiting out to find what the best deal is, whatever that may or may not be, at right. least in theory. Because, I, I mean, I think you and I are both on the same page in agreeance that they're not long-term pieces for San Antonio or even pieces for the Spurs at all this season. They're not. They're, they're not. Uh, yeah, now that I think about it, maybe, maybe it is a little bit surprising that they weren't there. And at least the Spurs somewhat try to save, I don't want to say save face, but act like they are a, a part of the game plan going into this season. <laughs> so now it's just kind of one of those deals where it's like, well, it pretty much said that there's a reasonable intent that they're not going to be here. So, I mean, we have, uh, we, can't, we can't confirm whether or not they were actually there, but we know they didn't speak, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, they they, they did not speak. So, yeah. So I, there I mean, you go. if there's, yeah, I mean, the the only clue you have of the Spurs acknowledging the other two new Spurs guys is, is I think Amino had a birthday and they celebrated his birthday on social media. Uh, so there's that. You oh, know, he got but, a post. That's right. Yeah, yeah, he got a post. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's interesting to see what the Spurs can do with the roster as uh, training camp gets going today. And eventually they have to trim down that roster. There's going to come a day where they have to tell the league, yeah, we have our roster set. We'll see what's going to happen. Maybe it's going to be one of those. We're going to stash this guy in, in Austin and he's going to be, this guy's going to be the IR reserve for the rest of the year. You know, maybe it's one of those kind of creative things, but we'll see. Yeah. But I mean, you might as well use that and Amino for trade bait for something. I, I Give me draft picks. I'm going to find with yeah. that. Yeah. Just, just I give me something. Will. For, for yeah, these I think they will. Guys. Yeah. I, I, they would be, they would be nuts not to. Exactly. That's yeah. gonna wrap Even up. Even if it's something like a second, yeah, something. yeah. Give me yeah. a second. Give me just stockpile draft picks. Just stockpile mm-hmm. them and let the Spurs uh, start getting creative with those uh, draft picks and uh, maybe get a diamond in the rough in the NBA draft and decide to keep them. That's gonna wrap up this episode of Locked On Spurs with the game of what if and. uh uh, according to the Athletic, uh, the Lakers uh, made a run at Spurs, or well, then Spur, DeMar DeRozan, in the offseason in a sign-and-trade offer to San Antonio. And who was on that uh, offer sheet? Paul, Contavious Caldwell-Pope and Kyle Kuzma. 
According to the report, the uh, Spurs and Lakers really couldn't come to sort of agreement on that. They, 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 they supposedly the the Lakers were not meeting the Spurs' demands, and the 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 offer just simply fizzled. But what if what if the Spurs said, "All right, fine, done, deal, go"? Would that have been a good move for San Antonio, bringing in those two two guys? Oh man, um, I'm hung up on Kuzma. I really am. Right. Like. I I I want to I want to believe there's still something there. I not and I'm not talking to the level of what we thought he would be at the start of the season or at the start of the season, start of his career when people were putting him in the same conversation as Jason Tatum. I'm not talking that level of good, but I don't think he's as bad as some of the nights that he that he he's had in in recent years and the regression that he's had because. I think there's just been too much good, too many, too many flashes where you're thinking like, okay, this is a stretch for in today's NBA who can do a lot of things very well on the offensive end. And, and when those pieces, if those pieces come together, it's probably going to be pretty dangerous. But yeah, for where the Spurs are right now, I think I would have, I would have been okay with that deal. I would have. I think Kuzma's hmm. worth taking a flyer on at this point, especially for the position that the Spurs are in. Um, in terms, I know there's a lot of concern with his contract, but it's not necessarily like the Spurs are in a spot where they have to worry about signing, a, you know, keeping the money there to sign a big guy. They're in a rebuild. It's not an enormous contract. It's a multi-year deal. But largely, I, I, I think largely I do think I would take a, a shot on him, or a shot mm-hmm. at him, I should say. Contavious um, Caldwell Pope, I mean, he's kind of a toss-in. And, and honestly, right. I don't even know if, if that were to go down, he, would have, he probably would have been bought out too. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he probably would have been I, bought out. I'm on the fence too with Kuzma. I mean, I see the pros and cons of it. You know, pro, you know, fresh slate for him. Um, you know, it gets rejuvenated. Maybe his career gets rejuvenated under Popovich. Remember, the Spurs reportedly were very interested in him during his draft class. Um, mm-hmm. y- you know, uh, hectic for the Spurs standards right now, a veteran of the game. Um, he would have definitely, I think, I think one of those ripple effects would have happened was he would address the forward spot right now because who's your starting five? You know, you know, it's probably White, Murray. Uh, Keldon, Jakob. So then you get that. Who's going to be the other forward? So, you know, right now all people think it's going to be McDermott, but if Kuzma's here, um, maybe you could slide McDermott off that bench um, and really bolster because I think the, the Spurs bench is still a little thin right now and very inexperienced. But, you know, there's that. I mean, I think he would have meshed well with the style of play they're going to play this upcoming season. But at the same time, He's going to eat into some minutes. You know, Lonnie's probably going to get hit. You know, Vassell, what's going to happen with Devin? You know, is he going to get a run now that Kuzma is going to be ahead of him on the, on the rotation? So I would have been okay, but at the same time, I want to say, how, how would it fit? Uh, I think they did well by not going forward with this deal, Casey. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, largely in the landscape, I don't think it changes things much either way. Yeah, I see it more as kind of a flyer that you take on it for a couple of years. 
If if anything, um, I would have loved to see to use as a trade chip, as a major trade chip. To oh well, ultimate. Well, see, here's the thing. Another thing too. If he like shows out, exactly. you really see something out of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you flip and and Kuzma. There's kind of this narrative, and maybe it was because he he spent his whole career in L.A. up to this point that he's kind of a big city guy. So you get him here for a couple of years, he shows out, flip him for something else to a contender down the road, potentially. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that that's, I think, one of the big arguments for bringing him in or yep. what would have been bringing him in. But mm-hmm. I guess it's neither here nor there at this point, right? Yep. It's, again, going to enter the uh, the multiverse spurs uh, what if branches? So what if this had happened? Such as recently, I remember Shaq saying that if it had been okay and not frowned upon during his playing days, that he would not have had any problems joining San Antonio, uh, Tim Duncan and uh, Dave Robinson days. So that would have been very interesting. That, I don't, yeah, I mean, I saw that headline. I don't know. Like, how would that work? How would that work? Robinson David is either going to have to come off the. David's gonna have to come off the yeah. bench, or he's he's the best three guy ever in eight league history. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that's that's what I was gonna say. I mean, he's relatively speaking, he's yeah. the most athletic of the bunch. I don't want to say he would have been a successful small forward, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that would have been weird. <laughs> that would have been exactly weird. Hey, uh, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What did you think about Spurs media day? Anything stand out for you? You know, Casey highlighted something. Maybe, Casey, we can adapt your game to maybe just uh, post-game chats with the Spurs, you know, and wins and losses. You know, we're young. You can see it now. It's young, inexperienced, leadership, um, couldn't grind it out at the end. I think those are the four ones that they're going to say the most. Oh, man, we have to, you know what? We have to kind of elaborate on this. Yeah, and really. And really, oh, I think we're on to something here. Oh, exactly. I think we're on to something here. I, I, I think it's going to be, in, you're going to see the word inexperience and young is going to be used a lot. Close yeah. out games. You can hear the phrase, they don't have the player to close out games. I think that's another one you might hear during the season. And Also um, sounds accurate, yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh you can let us know. Well, first of all, follow Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. Tell your smart speaker to play Locked On Spurs. And as Casey brought up to start the show, yes, we're going back to a show a day, Monday through Friday. That happens. Well, it happened yesterday. And here's number two of the week. Uh, <laughs> now I'm going to turn the mic over. Welcome to back. Casey. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to turn the mic over to Casey. Casey, um, I, I didn't know how to handle this, but I'm going to let you handle it. Okay, so go ahead and tell everybody what you want us to tell about something you got cooking. Oh, I got something I got cooking. I posted something on Twitter because you know how it works when I, I've discovered when doing a little research for said project that I'm on, and most people usually, you know, don't necessarily care until they see the actual product or mm-hmm. a trailer or something. But usually when it comes to these things, when promoting a new product, the requisite thing is that you have to post a very cryptic teaser or something exactly. like that, right? Yeah, you have to do that. Very or, or, or use the googly eyes. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, use that. And have some sort of, like, subliminal messaging that you have to across or get across or 
you know, you know the point. So I, I decided, you know what, I have to get with the times. I'm going to be promoting a, a new product pretty soon, um, new source of entertainment, at least entertaining in my mind. So let's um, let's post something on the old Twitter machine and get get them talking, see what they say. So if you want to see a get a hint as to what might be going on, go to my Twitter page, Casey underscore Vieira, and see and open your imagination. I'm just following suit. I'm doing I'm doing what they tell. I'm doing what they told me. You do what the kids trashed. do nowadays. Yeah, you do what the kids yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, when you when you go do exactly. visit uh, Casey on his Twitter page, you can see his. Um, his adventures in his home state of New Jersey with he and his wife, where Vieira's an essay. Oh, it was a beautiful trip. Yeah, you beautiful loved it. Trip. You loved it. I could tell you yeah. did. Yeah, you had fun. Hey, actually, one serious, one serious note though, as if as it, in regards to that, a lot of the places that you saw, or you will see if you check out the video, was a lot of the towns affected by Hurricane Ida. So, if you want a perspective, or at least it opens your heart a little bit to donating. Uh, or, you know, even if it's not necessarily New Jersey, but anyone affected by a hole by Hurricane Ida, do that. Check it out. That's my that's my Good Samaritan look right there. Good as you job. Were, Jeff, I'm sorry. Good, good on you, yeah. Casey. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you, you, you gave this show a little bit of a cult. You gave this uh, the show a little bit of culture. A little culture. Reminding <laughs> yeah. that it's bigger than just Spurs basketball. And- what? What's your NBA definition talk. of culture? My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking abroad, thinking bigger than just a round ball going into a hoop. How's that? Mm. But yeah, okay. make sure to follow Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira for his uh, teaser of his new project. And of course, his uh, YouTube show, Vieira's in SA. Casey, we're back at it. Expect Casey to come back with a lot more regularity here on Locked On Spurs as we get back and the grind as the Spurs do. Again, today they kick off training camp. Uh, maybe that should be one of the bingo sets. What will they say after training camp sessions? We're grinding. Oh. We're ready. Yeah. We're hungry. We're, we love each other. <laughs> we Kelton love each other. Said, yeah, Kelton and uh, Kelton said that a lot. And I think Alani said that too. We love each other. We love each we other. Have chemistry. We have chemistry. Yeah, yeah. What Until uh, uh, what's another? I don't know. What else? I was going to say, how much they love each other when they start the year like seven and twenty-three. Yeah. Let's see how much love they still have. Yeah. Or or, or how much love they'll have if uh, one of them gets dealt during the regular season, or two of them, or a pair of them get traded. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then we'll see exactly yeah, how that changes. What they have for new team, Ben Simmons. Oh, and on that note, for Casey Vieira, yeah, right? I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs>